Hello and welcome to Admageddon. I'm Zach Beamish and this is the podcast about the far reaches of commercials. In this episode, we examine when the wacky world of ads collided with the outlaw land of online streaming. From crappy mobile games to, well, crappy console games, this is Admageddon. Online streaming, from Twitch to YouTube to whatever heck kick is, it is a far and away one of the most expanding online media sources. It blew up over the pandemic when, well, we weren't exactly doing a lot else. And that really brought in some of the biggest money streamers have been seeing and streaming sites have been seeing, mainly through sponsorships and, of course, advertisements. And that's what the show is all about. You see, there's a problem some might say, about streaming sponsorships and advertisements because the audience towards these streams does tend to be uh, slightly on the younger side. And when I say slightly on the younger side, I mean an audience that doesn't really know when they're being advertised to necessarily, at least when the advertisement's done correctly. So it's important to look at these big sponsorships, these advertisements that they might be seeing on these sites and seeing what exactly they're doing and how they're trying to promote. Do note, we're not talking about when they will do an ad roll. For example, you might just see an ad you would see on television, on Twitch when they're doing a small ad roll. That's not what this is about. These are the big sponsorships, the big events, all of that. I don't think I need to go into a 30-second Subaru ad now, do I? To be fair, most of these sponsorship ads are fairly standard. You'll see these all the time, especially with a new big game release, which makes this pretty timely. With the new Spider-Man game coming out and Super Mario Wonder, we're going to see a lot of these sponsored streams. Basically, what the normal sponsored stream is, is just playing the game. They'll have maybe a referral code for someone to go download or buy the game, and the streamer will get a kickback to that. This is what the big streamers are going to be doing. Now, that's not necessarily all it is. There's also hardware ads uh, where they'll just use the hardware, a computer component, a keyboard, a mouse. These things are pretty benign, pretty tame, pretty normal, and to be expected. There's probably nothing to worry about with a stream like this. So we'll probably see a ton of them at the top of Twitch, at the top of YouTube, at the top of, again, whatever kick is. These are to be expected. These aren't necessarily the problematic ones. Here's an example of a sponsored stream gone very, very, very wrong. We'll throw back to 2022 when this happened. One of the bigger streamers in the world is a 17, 18 year old man known as I Show Speed. And he's, maybe the word naive comes to mind. Some might say he got taken advantage of in the situation, which is another important thing to bring up. A lot of streamers tend to be on the younger side due to how approachable it can be uh, in terms of you don't necessarily need a ton of equipment. You see the personality. That's what I show Speed had, and he got sponsored by a company known as Paradox Crypto. The backlash was immediate from his own fan base. 14-year-olds were saying, quote, L Speed towards a stream. Now, granted, that might be because he had a fake Cristiano Ronaldo and Fans didn't take to that very well. It might have been the PS5s they were claiming the handout. Or it could be the fact that the quote-unquote scam was very uh, scammy. You looked into it for five seconds. Even a 13-year-old could figure out 
hmm, this isn't the most legit thing in the world. I would say that a stream like that promoting a company such as Paradox was probably the best case scenario. So obvious, everyone could tell what was going on. Unfortunately, some scams are harder to figure out than others. Streamers got sponsored by companies like FTX, and we all know how that ended up, or is going to end up at the very least. That might be worrying to a parent who has a kid that watches streaming. I want to make sure I get something out of the way right now, though. I'm not trying to denounce streaming in any way. I stream myself. I have friends who do it, too. It's perfectly fine. It just takes a, a little bit of oversight. And sometimes the companies that run the sites like Google or Amazon may not be well-equipped to actually deal with scams. Now where this might get a little bit murkier is when the sponsorship is somewhat more adult. Gambling is a big part of that right now, or at least it was before some might say Twitch handle it, some might say no. But Twitch had a huge gambling problem. Gambling streams were picking up and kids were watching. Now, mod that has moved over to a site called Kick, which I have made jokes about earlier on in the podcast, which is kind of this almost outlaw-like site in a way, a little less oversight, currently owned by stick.com, which is a gambling site. So when kids come over to that site to watch their favorite streamer who might migrate over to Kick, it can get a little murky from what they're getting in terms of gambling. We don't want to promote gambling to kids. That's perfectly understandable and probably correct. And then there comes the more uh, explicit sponsorships you might get. The site known as Fansly has a couple of big streamers under their belt who have uh, explicit stuff on there. Think only fans. Here's the thing. When a site like Fansly is promoting in a big stream like the Streaming Awards, which was a very, very large stream watched by a high amount of people, is it ethical to promote what is 18 plus content to your crowd of definitely not 18 plus audience? It's a debate that's been ravaging on for a couple of months. I do want to point out, however, that not all streams are like this. I've been talking about the very top of Twitch. But sponsor streams exist near the bottom. This is Azad Kalsi. He is a small streamer here in Ottawa. And I talked to him about his own history of sponsored streaming. Uh, why do a sponsored stream in the first place? Imagine this in a Mr. Krabs impression. Money. <laughs> That's basically the simplest answer I can possibly give. Money, and it's kind of a nice little side job to do. Are you able to... Because- are you able to say how much you get from a sponsored stream? Uh, it varies per sponsors because each sponsor has a different, like, how it works is they all want different goals. So they all want different levels of interaction. So some just want you to stream the game and they'll pay you for that. Some will want you to get people to download the game and play it for you. And then based on the amount of people who, act, who play or do events in the game, that will basically reward me with money. So... Some can be quite lucrative, and some the simpler ones obviously pay less. So it can be anywhere like from a simple like fifty bucks to like a few hundred. Uh, where do you get the sponsors? Well, so I normally do my streaming through Twitch, obviously Twitch.tv/slash/realmaster, obvious. And when I stream there, I use a program called Stream Elements, and they kind of act as the middleman. So they talk to sponsors. So like, this guy's been doing pretty good on stream. He's been maintaining viewership. He's you know people are chatting. And they'll see that, and then I guess it'll meet some goal for some like sponsor requirements, and they'll be like, "Hey, they'll hit me up and like, hey, you want to do a sponsor stream?" 
and then they'll, they'll list off things I'll need to do. And are you able to say like who you've collaborated with in the past in terms of sponsorships? So I've done sponsors with quite a few people, and I've also had opportunities to do collaborations with other people as well. So some of the more recent ones I've done, I've done with Marvel Strike Force, Call of Dragons, Puzzles and Survival, War Thunder, World of Warships. A few that I missed out on, but was invited to. I'd had one with Genshin Impact. I had another one with Fortnite. So there's been quite a few over the past year or so. So you said it, it's mainly just uh, playing the game for you in terms of the sponsorship? So the the main requirement of me is I play the game a bit on stream. I talk about how cool it is or the new events that are happening in the game. And then I basically have to sell it to viewers to get them to play it as well. And when they play it and they'll finish, I don't know, reach level 20 in a certain game they'll get a bunch of extra bonus rewards and I'll get a bit of extra cash. Would you say that the the sponsorships that you do would differ greatly or somewhat from a, a bigger streamer, and the XQCs of the world, for example? Well, I, I think the bigger streamers, well, specifically mentioning XQC is kind of a whole other tier. Sure. Because they have so much more like brand negotiation. I mean, XQC makes more than what, like, a bunch of like the NBA rosters. So I don't remember. I think Kobe Bryant or not Kobe Bryant. LeBron J- I don't remember who it was, but LeBron, LeBron James gets paid less than I believe XQC, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. So obviously I'm not that big. I don't have that kind of sway power because like, you know, streamers like XQC, Mr. Beast, they'll get like built in character stream, they'll like built in character skins for certain games. They'll get like direct creator codes. Right. Whereas these sponsors are much more of a get as much people as you possibly can to do it. So it's much more generalized, a lot less, you know, dedicated to the certain like streamer. It's much more like generalized. Would you say there's harm because those Mr. Beast, XUC, a lot of those big Twitch streamers, they have a much younger audience. Do you think there's some harm to what they might be sponsoring in terms of like advertising certain things to to teenagers kids young adults uh it would ultimately come down to the who they're being sponsored by or who they're going to do sponsorships with i like to imagine that mr beast for example knows his audience is primarily of the younger demographic so like when he advertises or does sponsorships he does sponsorships that are like somewhat trustworthy and not just gonna like prey on kids and their like parents wallet for such games but it's almost inevitable like not every 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 twitch streamer wants money more or less and eventually it's gonna be a game that or a game or a company or or sponsor that offers enough for them to stream who knows some gambling game and that will have like horrible repercussions on like any kid who gets into it and like gets into it really good you know so you would say there's more responsibility for them to vet who they're being sponsored by compared to yourself? Uh, I would say so, yes, just simply because the scale of their audience is just so much more massive. I am by no means a massive streamer. I I, I wouldn't even consider myself big at all. Whereas, you know, I'll, I'll turn on a stream, I'll get 10, 20 viewers, maybe. If XQC and Mr. Beast turn on a stream, they could stream nothing and probably average about 10,000, probably. Well... Thank you so much for joining me here today. 
So ultimately the question is, is it ethical to sponsor stuff, to advertise stuff towards a younger audience? Well, I'll make sure that I'm not talking about the entire Twitch audience. The entire Twitch audience is not children. There's a lot, a lot, mainly even older people towards a lot of streams, but the top streamers do have a very young audience. Do I think sponsoring a video game to them, advertising a video game to them is bad? Honestly, no, I don't. Getting to the more 18 plus stuff, however, even I would say that's maybe a stretch. I don't know if I would be personally okay with that as a parent. Not trying to create a stir, not trying to have a whole adpocalypse like YouTube was famous for or anything like that. But I do think it's something that people might want to watch out for as time goes on. But ultimately, that decision comes up to you. I have tried to raise some points, some examples of how Twitch streaming goes in terms of sponsorships and ads, but only you can really decide for yourself, now can you? But one last thing I do want to point out. Look at the top sponsor streams. This is of June of 2023, and, and these streams were mainly video games and that kind of stuff. Ubisoft sponsored stream, 600,000 hours watched. Big, big games and companies will come in and people are watching them. They have massive audiences. They're being viewed by millions of people. That's why companies will keep going to Twitch and YouTube and kick to sponsor streams. It's not going anywhere. It's going to get bigger. So it's good that people know about it. And that might just lead to a Twitch ad Mageddon. Anyway, what do you think about it? You can let me know. Tweet at me at Beamster underscore on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at The Beamster. I'm also on Twitch. You can follow me on there. It's on my social media as well when I stream, which is eh, not always. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Admageddon. I've been Zach Kimish. Tune in next time when we talk about the glories of Super Bowl ads. And remember to watch out for the ad.